the Rebbe instituted the concept of learning during the uh, three weeks. So we're going to learn uh, about uh, an Indian that the Rebbe speaks about in a couple of places and uh, discuss the Chiddush of the Rebbe, which is an amazing, amazing uh, breakthrough. And um, the halak, the, 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 there are, the Besamikdash is made up of different things that Ramam says. Besamikdash is made up of obviously the structure, and in that structure there were vessels, Ramam called Kalim, in the structure of the Besamikdash. And when the Ramam enumerates the, the, the vessels, he goes through a list of them, and amongst the list of the vessels, he speaks about, we're going to see soon on Yeshit, he, see, he speaks about the, uh, the Oren as being one of the vessels that exist in the Beis Hamikdash. And um, that, that's, in other words, the, 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 there were many different parts. So that, that and, and if you look in the Rambam, he sept, in, in Hilchus Vesabchira, he breaks it down in that manner. He speaks about the Besamikdash in itself, and then he speaks about the different vessels. But the Aran takes a very interesting role in how the Raman presents the Aran. There's a whole Perik pretty much dedicated to the Menaira. There is a Perik dedicated, a lot of dedicated to the Shulchan, to the Mizbeach and the Shulchan, because each thing had so many Allahs. The Aran has nothing. One place where the Ramam speaks about Allah the, the Aaron is instead of giving us halachas instead of really describing much about it he does, gives us a history <laughs> and the history that he speaks about is a strange part of the history of the Aaron not the history of making of the Aaron the history of hiding the Aaron <laughs> spends a lot of time talking about the history of hiding the Aaron now we know the Ramam is not a histo- histo- history book Never wrote history. Whenever he does that, there's always, you know, the the the, the mechabrim who write on the Ramam uh, will always jump as a good means to analyze and come up with some kind of a explanation. Why does he do that? Whenever the Ramam writes something out of his ordinary, is is or is the, out of the ordinary, in, and this is definitely out of the ordinary, as we will see in a moment when we read it inside. We need to understand what is the purpose and what is the goal behind it and why does he do it. So let's start with learning that Rambam and then seeing um, some other parts of the Rambam and discussing in general what the purpose of the Beis Amikdash is, how the Rambam sees it, the famous Machlekes in the Rambam and the Ramban. If there is a Machlekes, the other ones say there is no Machlekes. It's uh, just Mara Machad, Mara Machad but uh, let, let's 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 get into that to, 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 to that discussion. So first, let's start off with the Ramam. Hilchas Beis Abchira, you have it in front of you. Perik Dalit Halacha Aleph. So now that's after talking about many of the parts of the of the of the that are in the Mishkan, the Kliha Mishkan. Now he comes to talk about the Oren, and he starts off by saying, "Evan Hoisa Bekedesh Hakadoshim." There was a stone in the middle of the Kedesh Yagadashim, Bima'arava in its southern, in its western side. Shahaleha Haya Munach. That the Aran rested on that. That's it. 
That's about all you can get about the heart. That's what you have to know about the heart. And ulafana tzintzenes amon umate aron. And before the aron, you had the jug of the man that was left as a memorabilia that we needed to have that they wished to wanted us to have forever. And the stick of aron, which proved aron's legitimacy and to the to the kahuna. Now. So that's it. We know the iron. What do we? What, what do we need more than that? No, that one goes into a long description. Ubeis shabana shleimes abayis. When Shleimah built the base hamikdash. Now the yodash seifay lechorev. He built it knowing it's going to be destroyed one day. Bana by mokin lignez by haaron. He built a place to hide the iron. And again, here the Ramam goes so uncharacteristic of the Ramam to be so descriptive on facts that seem to be meaningless as far as halacha. And the Ramam writes that his sefer is a sefer, halacha is, that's it, that's what it's for. And where he built it, lemato, bimatmunyais, amukais, vakalkalais. Basically, they were deep places, uh, deep down with winding areas that are not easy to get to. Why? What do we need this for? And then, again, not finish yet. <laughs> He's teaching us history now. commanded that they should hide it over there. He commanded that they should hide it. We need a command. He told them to hide it. Oh, he hit it. <laughs> you know, you know, the story my father would always say. A guy went into somebody's house. He comes out, the guy wanted to hit me. He said, how do you know he wanted to hit me? Because he hit me. You know, <laughs> why did he say he hit it? <laughs> well, he commanded to hide it. What's the command important over there? Then he goes on and brings a posik. It's a The Levim who teach all the Jews, who are holy to God. Put the iron into the house that Shlema built. Basically, one of the, 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 the simple shot is, guys, your job is done. Now you can retire and sit and learn. <laughs> you can serve Hashem. You don't have to worry about no more carrying uh, carrying the iron around. Now you can serve Hashem. Now, again, well, what's the gate of the Ramah? Where does it come into the Allah of the Ramah? And then he goes on to say that there were other things that were hidden there. And then he says, none of this came back in Bayashen. Now, finished. No, not finished. Where's this coming in? Where did we get the Urim Atumim over here with the Bayashen? The Urim Atumim now, what was the Urim Atumim? The Shailin in Rashi, in Ramah. But bottom line is, the Urim Atumim was the means that was that would cause the uh, the Cheshen to speak. Right? The Cheshen to, either, the, according to Ramah, the Cheshen did not speak. According to Ramah, it was the Kayin who was able to misnab it through, the, through, through that. But, uh, they, I mean, in other words, it wasn't the Aesius and the Cheshen it was just that he was able to, through the Cheshen, he was able to see what, to realize what he has to do. It was a Nevoah. 
and the 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 uh, they, they would answer for the hakaidus. Why in the shalom behem? Shnama ad amayt kain lor betumim. Didn't happen anymore. No more asking lor betumim. Le'ayisnaisnaelashlemshmeinibagadim. <laughs> Questions. So, but still, it was needed as one of the begotten. Where, where does this come from? So, this Rambam, I mean, it, it, the Rebbe, the Aharas that I'm making, not mine, these are the Aharas that the Rebbe makes in word to word. This Rambam is uncharacteristically long, uncharacteristically disorganized according to his usual organizational skills, which were so phenomenal. And Uncharacteristically, his not halachic. <laughs> you know, he's going into things that have nothing to do with his uh, with his role in in, in, in the Yad Hazaka. and yet he does this. So these are the, the questions that the Rebbe raises, amongst other questions, but these are the ones that are very blatant. Okay, so we were we're going to come back to this, and again, I just want to say that the, the Rebbe's insight into this Ramam after he answers it. Not only is there no questions, but every word here is is measured and in place and teaches us something. It's incredible, incredible. Um, the, um, I, I always tell the story, and probably Rabbi Goldberg heard it to me <laughs> a couple times, but uh, it comes out sometimes at Fabrengans. But I, 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 I tell the story that uh, I used to, uh, years ago we had a shear in, uh, in Yeshiva. Of the learning the Rambam's halachas, where there's a lot of um, you know, where there's the rabbis that are and uh, and, I, and and this was one of the the problem was it was a one of a week share that would last about three four weeks one sicha. So in re, in retrospect, it was really unfair to ask of even sixteen year old boys to be able to keep track week to week of what we learned a week ago and then be excited about it. But it really bothered me that I didn't get the excitement about it. And I said the one one week during that time there was a wedding here in town and a friend of mine that I learned together at Yeshiva in my good old days and who was uh, from the uh, big Rosh Yeshivas in the, in, the, in the non-Lababich world and I met him there and he asked, we, we talk and learning all the time whenever we meet. So he asked me so I told him over the Sicha uh, that there are ever this I was at the wedding, I mean, he went nuts about the diukim and the answer, how the Rebbe, everything fits so beautifully, just went crazy. I mean, the excitement was just really beautiful to see. And uh, then I come back to the Bachim and I'm giving the shit. <laughs> 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 and I asked him, can you explain this to me? <laughs> Why was that? Okay, that's for a different time to explain the answer that I gave. But the point is that if somebody who's intelligent and sees this, this, this the, the Rebbe's you say this is unbelievable. But before we go there, let's see to some of the orders that the Rebbe gives. So in Perikalov, where the Ramam basically sets up the the the, the Beis Hamikdash, um, in he says ve'elu dvarim shehein iker bebinyan habayis. These are the most important parts of the of the act of the structure. He's talking about the structure, and there he says eisim bei kedesh. 
the Kedesh HaKadoshim, there's an area called the Kedesh, the holy area, there is the holy of holies, and then there is the entrance gateway to the holy area. When you combine those three areas, they're called the Heichel. And he goes on more detail, which we'll leave, and then he says, outside there is a courtyard. That's the next kalim. And in the Migdash, there are Kalim. What are the Kalim? Mizbeach la'ayla ulashar kabanus. The Kevesh she'aylim ba'ayla mizbeach. And the ramp. Umekeim lefnei ula mashu Exactly the position that he gives. V'kiyar v'kanay l'kadosh v'nakanim yideim ragleim la'beit. Umekeim ba'ayla mizbeach mashu chadarim shuhu smeil hanichnas l'migdash. And then he goes on, um, and he says, Now here again, he doesn't mention the Aaron, but later, but in the Mishnayis and other places, it does mention that the uh, about the Aaron. I think somewhere in the Ramam there is also an expression about the Aaron, but not in detail, not, nothing details, no detail. The other things he goes into detail. So, there is again, you have the bias and you have the Caleb. Where does the Oren fall into place? Is it part of the Bais or part of the Caleb? Now, that's, that's something that we will discuss soon. Okay, so before we go into that, I want to preface with a general understanding of what the Beis HaMikdash is all about. We have a Beis HaMikdash. Why do we have a Beis HaMikdash? What's the purpose of a Beis HaMikdash? So the Rambam says one thing. On the surface, it would seem there's a machlekes between the Rambam and the Rambam in the basic concept. Why do we have a Beis HaMikdash? The Rambam... The first halacha in Hilchas Beis Abchira, you have it in front of you. Mitzvahs asay lasas bayis l'Hashem muchan lias makrivim bayakabanis. It's a place where you need to bring sacrifices. V'chegin elav shalosh rama shana, and it's a place where you go and you do your you, you bring the chagiga there where you you celebrate and you bring the chagiga there three times a year. Shenem avosu lemigdash. So the Rambam seems to say that the Mikdash is Mesa Mikdash is made for the purpose of bringing Kabbalas, being a Lehegel, you know, to go there. The and that is consistent with the Rambam's approach in many places, although, again, let's see the Ramban. The Ramban are definitely does not agree with that. Ramban says in Parsha's Truma. And he also says it in another place, but this is where he's very, very explicit and very clear. Says the Rambam, the most important part of the Mesamikdash is the Oren. Why the Oren? Because that's the place where the Shechina rests. I will speak to you from the Kapayas. Therefore, says the Ramban, the first Kaili that the Torah speaks about in the in the, in the first Kaili the Torah speaks about is what? The Oren. Because that's that's it. That's what it's about. You want to make also the Mikdash? Oren. Then he speaks about the other Kalim that go like now. The next paragraph. <coughs> Beautiful words of the Ramban. 
שיהיה הכובד אשר שוכן על הר סיני, שייכן עולם, and here the Rebbe's מדייק in a very important word, בניסטר. That there is the, the purpose of the Mishkan is that what was revealed at הר סיני should be in the Beis HaMikdash in a concealed way. וכמי שנאמר שם, וישכן כבד השם על הר סיני, and he then hey Nerona Hashem again is created as Godloy. It was done, and in the Mishkan it was the same idea. Okay, so we have a Rambam who seems to tell us that the if you're going to choose what is the quintessential uh, um, keli in the Mishkan, what is it going to be? The Oren. Without an Oren, you're missing the Mishkan. You have a Mishkan. You have everything, but you're missing something. You're missing something, it's not something. You're missing an integral part of the mission. Okay. There is a Pasik. In Chagi, Perik Beis, Pasik Tes, famous Pasik. Godoil Yie Kveid HaMayiz HaZeh HaAchrein Minorishim. The second Beis HaMikdash is going to be greater than the first Beis HaMikdash. Now, there is an opinion that it means the last Beis HaMikdash. But the Pashim Shat is, it means the second day Now, how is it greater? We'll see soon. And then it continues. So Rashi says, the Gemara, it brings the Gemara. How was it bigger? Either it was taller or it lasted 10 more years. So it was greater. Everybody has a question. How could it be bigger, according to the Rambam? You're missing the most important part of the Mishkan. There is no Orin. The Orin is not there. And you're going to tell me that what? That this bias is great because it's taller? <laughs> you know, big thing. <laughs> you can have the, and just imagine you have this great, brilliant man. Who, who can teach you about quantum physics, and then you got this tall, seven-foot basketball player who knows how to drop a ball into the basket, but that's about as far as he can do. And so you're going to tell me, well, this guy's greater than that guy because he, he well, what idiot? Oh, yeah, he makes more money. Sure. But that's about it. That, that, do you, that's greater? Makes any sense? Because he's taller? <laughs> or he's 10 years older? What, what does that have to do? Is he can be 40 years old. He's so on how to do this guy's shoelaces. So that, what, what is this all about? So it doesn't make it, that's the question, it makes no sense. So this is, a, this is something that, again, it leads to our next discussion of going back and understanding what's going on over there. So because of th- this question, they have asked in a different here. And references what he says regarding this Rambam over there. So I want to tell you what the Rebbe says regarding this Rambam. And explains the Ramam in, in an unbelievable way. Basically, the Rebbe says, yes, the Orin is even, first of all, one, one, one idea. The Rebbe's shita is that the Ramban and the Rambam are only arguing on what level of Hashra Sashchina is necessary for, is, is, is part of the Migdash. But that the Migdash needs Hashra Sashchina is a double portion, and that's what it's really about. 
question is, is it a revealed Ashraz HaShchina? Is it a hidden Ashraz HaShchina? To what degree the Ashraz HaShchina is what they argue, but that's not what we want to talk about, but that's what it's about. Everybody agrees there's an Indian of Ashraz HaShchina. So, the Nekuda that the Rebbe says is that this Rambam that makes, that stresses, Evan, and puts the Oren over there, the reason that he does this is to teach us, and, and that it was hidden, is to teach us that when Shleima HaMelech came to build the Mishkan, he wanted an eternal Mishkan. He built a Mishkan that was eternal. A Mishkan that never, ever has been totally destroyed. And never, ever been totally destroyed. And in order to, to do that, he says, the Ramam, and that's what bothered the Ramam. Because if you don't say that the Mishkan is eternal, then, then how do you make, what's the second base of English if they compare it to the first base? Nothing. So what did he do? He took the most important keli in the base Amigdash and he built part of the base Amigdash a place to hide that keli. That that keli, that orange should be there forever. Means the orange never left the base Amigdash. The base Amigdash, what we see is today, what you see is unfortunately whatever it's called there. But that's not what's there. What's there is deep down, there is the Orin. And that Orin is part of the structure of the Beis Amigdash. And that structure exists today as it did in the time when they built the Beis Amigdash. And it's the reason why the Raman, the Raman is not telling you history. He's telling you current events. He is there to explain that this Migdash that Shleima Melech built is there today. And I, I always use as an example, it's a, it's a silly example, but it's a good example. And that is that anybody, if I, the, when I first taught that, that this, the Sikha, there was a guy, a wealthy man in this community, who was building a new house. But he didn't want to, he, what did he do? He didn't build from scratch. He knocked down the old house and he left a little wall like a, a little part of the old house standing. And I used to walk by every day and I used to bother him. Why is this guy doing this? He's crazy or something. Look at that. Knock it down and build a new house. Nope. And he made a new foundation and he redid everything. And, and then built attaching to that little part of the house. So I got a little older. He told, I found out that he did it for tax purposes. Because new construction costs a lot of money. But if it's not new construction... It's just adding to an existing construction. It's a lot cheaper. So in order that it shouldn't be considered new construction, he left a piece of the old house, and he, then he did it. So when I learned this, I said, ah, that, where, did, where did that come from? You think the, 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 guy, the, the, the guys in Chicago could have thought that in themselves? Not possible. They can't, they can't cover their own budgets. They're going to figure that out. So the answer is that there's a computer. Taylor teaches us, and this is what the Rebbe says, that a structure that hasn't, that still has something left of it exists. And the Mikdash exists, the Rebbe says. And the Rambam is out to explain how is it that the Mikdash did not get totally destroyed? This is how it happened. And he tells you the history. Now let's go back to that Rambam. 
and read it the way the Rav the, the Rebbe says. And he says, Why is he stressing that? This wasn't a reaction. It's not that happened is that we came along and we realized there's going to be, you know, we, we, have, we have trouble brewing ahead and we're going to hide the art. No. From the moment it was built, the Mishkan, the Besamikdash was built, Shleimah HaMelech added to the structure of the Besamikdash a vault and a place to hide the earth. And that was in the plans of the Mishkan. Now, it sounds like he did it on his own. But we know that by the Mishkan it says, HaKoyl Biksav HaKoyl Biksav but everything came from the Eibishter. So somehow, no, this was part of the original design, the architectural plans of the Mishkan. This is what this is in it. Step number one, and therefore this area is part of the Binyan Abayis. You want to know what the Binyan Abayis is? There is the Kedush, there's the Kedush Kedushim, there's the Ulan. That's called the Heichel, and then there's an extension that's on the ground. Now. The Yodash And the reason why did Shleim Hamelach have to know where he's going to be destroyed? Why does he have to know this to be destroyed? You're going to build a Mishkan, a Mesamikdash, I'm sorry. You why are you worried about the destruction now? You know, what is the, the, the Rashi says in, in Chumash that uh, well, that 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 the Abishta said why why was he happy when he, when he built the world, ah, he knew it's going to be destroyed later. It's when you're happy, when when they, when it's good, when you're building and it's happy, you're happy. And then later, when it's bad, you do what you have to do. Right? That was the answer that she says. So, is building a mission. She's now making cheshbonos. You know, I know it's going to be destroyed at a certain point. I got I got a plan, you know. I got a plan for my retirement. I'm 20 years old. Yeah, you know, I got to start the job right away. What do you do with your retirement? Retirement? I got 40 years ahead of me. Good. You know, wait, who thinks that you're thinking about destruction? Yeah, because this is part of the building. And the, the, the reason the Abishta wanted him to know this right because you've got to build a building that lasts forever. you got to build a building that can withstand the earthquake. <laughs> and you got to build a building that, that withstands hurricanes. Yeah, you walk, I'm building a, this, this, this tower in Miami Beach. And he has to make sure that it stands even when the hurricane comes. Why? Because that's part of the building. This building has to withstand destruction after destruction. It's going to still be there. So that's why the Yodashid that it's uh, that it's going to be hard. Then he goes on. The Yeshua Melech. Yeshua Melech lived in a time of peace. Things were good in his days. Jews weren't under siege. He had no reason to hide it. Paket! So the Rebbe says that's why it says Yeshua Melech did it. Why? Because he he didn't do it out of duress. It was part of the plan. It's got it. Wait, now it's time. You know, he knew it was a time. Now is a good time to put it away. Then put it, not put it away, put it in a different part of the base Amigdas. And that's why he says Tziva Veganzai. Why is he trying to say Tziva? Because it's part of the, just like Shlema Melech went and brought it into the Beis HaMikdash, he brought it into the second part of the Beis HaMikdash, to the annex of the Beis HaMikdash, to the, not, to the underground Beis HaMikdash. And then the Rebbe goes on to explain every part of the Psukim. He says, the Lashon of the Pasuk is, Put it in there. 
What do you mean? Put it in there. You're taking it away. No, it's putting. It's placing in the right place. And then the Rebbe says, beautiful. What's the Urim Vitumim telling you here? What is the Urim Vitumim? The Urim Vitumim was made to, 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 to give Nevoah. In the second place of English, it didn't do what, it, it wasn't there, Begolui. The Urim Vitumim was, a, it was there, but it wasn't there revealed. It wasn't real, but it was there. That's why he puts it in over here to tell you that the Arna Kedish may be hidden, but it's there. It's still there, just like the Urmatumim, even though it was it, 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 but it was you need it, it's part of the base of Mikdash. The Mikdash needs it. So the bottom line with the what the Rebbe is explaining is that the base of Mikdash needs the Arin because that's where Shina is. And the second base of Mikdash could not be lacking that. Need nothing to be like without that, you're not the base of Mikdash. And he goes on to say that uh, that's why the Rambam uses Lashim Bonaboy Mokim Lignesses are, and it's not part of, of 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 destruction. It's part of building. It's part of the building that we have, and therefore the the Beis Hamikdash never has been destroyed. That's the holiness of the Mokim Hamikdash. That's why it's still so holy, no matter what. There's never a churban in the Beis Hamikdash. There's a churban in the binyan. There's a churban in the in the outside, but not in the inside. It's incredible. On Chaf Aluv Tammuz, which was uh, less than a week ago, there's a Hayyim Yain, and the Rebbe compares a person to the Beis Hamikdash, and he says, it says in the pasuk, "V'kosuli Mikdash v'shechanti b'seicham b'seich kalechem v'echa." Right, a reference that the Rebbe uses many, many times. It says in the in Loshendal, the Rebbe writes Amru Chazal, I think Amru Razal. Now nobody has ever found Razal that say it. The source is a Shalah. The source is in in, in Achrenim, but it, that's that's how he refers to it as Razal. The Rabbi saying it's a Chenu Bracha. But uh, basically, what it says is that Mishachanti B'Seicham. What does that say? I didn't see ten. That means I only spoke for ten, or so. <laughs> So the Rebbe says that every Jew has a Migdash inside him. And just like the Migdash is never totally destroyed, so too the, 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 even if the, the Makkah Migdash still remains holy, so the Jew remains holy. Now, it's, you, the the, the Yem is bringing out that a Jew, no matter what you see, it's only the binyan that's missing, but the Jew is there. But if you, after reading this, eh, this sicha is much deeper than that. It's telling you even much more than that. It's not only that, even in the binyan it exists. It's just hidden. Even in the building, the building is there. It's just a hidden building. It hasn't been totally destroyed. So, and the Rebbe goes on. So that, that's, a, that's, a, that, that's, a, that, that's just a side point that, that, that comes out from the Sikha. So basically, the point that the Rebbe is making is that the, the, the Beis Amikdash exists even today, and the second Beis Amikdash had an urn. It was just a hidden urn. And he goes on to say a beautiful point. I just ask a huh? question. Yeah. Is this explaining about Dafke Bayashani or forever? Forever. Forever. The base of Mikdash still stands today. No, Godliya is a reference to the second base of Mikdash. That is says there clearly that this is forever. No, but that that the that the aura so is, the is forever. Part is forever. Yeah, the aura is forever. Is and matter of fact, the Rebbe says somewhere that the third base of Mikdash will be built on it, 
of that. In other words, the third base of English is also not a new construction. The third base of English is a construction that? connected that in, in different areas. What's, is it, so I don't know much about it, but what's the machlekis about, about what happened to the fate of the army? Oh, oh, oh okay. But there was going to the sheet of that Benkaima and Ignis. There is a machlekis. Whether it was say, taken away to the different places. So, so could you say that according to that shita that eventually it was taken away, that was after Bayashani, right? At the end of by the by the Khurban of Bayashani or before a little bit before? I think it was before. So could you say that according to that shita then this is explaining why why Bayashani was a true base on Mikdash? I don't I the the Rebbe does not go because Rebbe is going clearly according to the shita that all that they've been claiming Ignis. I, they, they said, I, I, I avoided that because that, because he's going to soon show me five so <laughs> I can't go too much further but uh, the point is that is, that's a whole different discussion in that sikh the Rebbe starts off with that but the Rebbe is going according to that Mahalach that came in Ignis that's, that's the one he favored I, and the Rambam goes going to that so obviously the Rambam also yeah but doesn't say forever what? what? the Rambam says he built it to, to, it that should be there put it there and remain it for by shame but maybe by the destruction of that there's no indication that anything changed from there, but I, I, I don't. I, and I know that there's there's some way we have, I don't have it offhand right now. But when we were learning Baba Basra, um, there, there was clear. I, I, there was a sikh that I came across, or it wasn't from a sikh of Menachem, where the Rebbe speaks about the idea that that the third base of English is built is predicated on that same arm. You know, that, that, that it continues. And Indiana Jones, I have a different story about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, anyway, <laughs> listen, uh, I, I ain't out in the West. I mean, uh, we're in the Midwest. We didn't get that far. All right, so the, the, the next step that it takes us is that the connection of, of, of the orange in a hidden state is a deeper connection even than in a revealed state. No, it's where is the orin of the person, like a reference in the Amen, is deep inside the person. So the hidden orin connects to the hidden state of the person. And therefore, ultimately, that's really the 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 greatest connection that exists is there. In the second base Amigdash, not only was it God will be shown him and the and 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 begeva, it was Godel because that's where that inner part of the hidden part of the mish of the Aaron was able to bring out the hidden part of the person, and that's what the, the, the and, and and that and that's the ultimate, which ultimately brings out the 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 the, the, the holiness of a person, which we know in other areas of how Golus brings all that out, but but there was the beginning of that. Where it brought out that inner part of the person, and the Rebbe goes on to explain this, the, as we said, that the, both the Rambam and the Ramban they all agree that 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 uh, is a necessity, and uh, you have to have that, and therefore it was only because of that it, uh, of the inner Mishkan that the inner Orin that existed in the second base Amigdash that we were able to have a base Amigdash. And that the Abish is able to rest in the base of Mikdash, and um, and and therefore it exists even he says it exists in a hidden way, and therefore by Shani, although it wasn't the revealed same way in the Kedush and Kedushim, it was in a, it, it, it's still that is what is there till today.
and he brings out Rambam, and he ends up saying that that is where that that's really the existence that brings out eventually the 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 binyan hamishkan, the binyan hamishamikdash that will come back in the in in, in the time of Mashiach. So the the kudus hadam, first of all, the unbelievable understanding that the hamishamikdash exists today, and there's a part of the hamishamikdash that's alive and really there, is just like. A, a major breakthrough. I mean, I, I haven't seen it anywhere else. This is the, and Il Khaira it's the words of the Rambam. It's it read the Rambam. It's it's like a, it, it, it illuminates the words of the Rambam. And that Indian, that uh, that, that that concept, we understand what it was the the, the holiness. You know, it says right? Shina never left the Kaislamarov. Which is the reason that, you know, people uh, the Kaisal is still Adayim has such such holiness in people. But but now it has a whole different meaning. It's not Stanley's other because that's where the Makmashina still is. In that area is where the where the where the, where the Aaron is. And the, exactly I don't know you know the archaeological digs what, what they're capable of coming up with. I don't know what they're capable of coming up with. When 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 it says that Shlema Melech made it in a way, you know, Shlaim is Chochmi Kolodam, he's definitely smarter than the than 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 the, the Wak. And he's, he's probably smarter than the Israeli, uh, uh, what's it called, the, 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 the archaeologist. And he was able to do it. Because that's holiness. You shouldn't be able to. I can't. It's a holiness so guarded that you can't touch it. And that holiness exists in every Jew. You can't touch it. You can't get, you can't, you can't, uh, you, you, you can't hurt it. And every Jew has it. And we're learning now the Mimer, uh, you based Thomas Mimer of the of, uh, um, and the Rebbe speaks there the same concept that there is the hidden part of a Jew that's that that fakert. On one hand, says that 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 Rabbi said, why? Because he doesn't know how how far he reached. In other words, he could have done everything. You can do Torah mitzvahs your whole life, but who says I I I I got to the bottom to, to the innermost parts of myself. But that itself shows that no matter what a Jew does, that innermost part is never touched. <laughs> it's always holy and it's always great. And that innermost part is what is represented by the Oren being hidden in the inner in, in the hiddenest most places. And with that, we bring out the greatest, the greatest uh um that a person has. Now, we know. That the Rebbe spoke many times, and specifically in the mind of Atzava, about how Golus has the Kayach of bringing that out in the person. You know, Golus brings it out. But ultimately, in the Rebbe stresses another part that really it's much greater than when Golus is talking important and was important, but we need to reach into ourselves and bring out. Our desire for the Ebishta, our inner connection to the Ebishta, we have a connection that's that's very deep. And that deep connection, we bring it out, then we want godliness in the world, and we want Gila Lakus. Even when we're when things look good, we know that that's not what the world should be. We need we want a world of Gilui Lakus, not Helam of Lakus. And that's what that 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 is the world that we are anticipating any moment and immediately with the coming of Mashiach Sufan.